I'm a true to green. You might know me from things like Saturday morning coffee, Wormwood Scrubs, and Animal Crossing. Welcome, welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. Oh yeah, well, I'm already getting a little tongue twied Yeah, talking to you people because I'm so excited about today's episode or this week's episode, I should say. I'm um, really stoked that we've uh, basically been able to go into like doing uh, an episode a week, which is always what I wanted to do. Um, my good friend Melanie K and uh, other people are just uh, lining people up for me to talk to. And that's really nice. Um, also, a lot of people that I've been trying to get a hold of for like months, even maybe like a year or so, uh, are finally getting back to me and stuff. I think this whole, uh, you know, everybody being in lockdown is having that effect where people got time on their hands and all that sort of thing. So it's, it's kind of helpful. I guess that's like a silver lining or whatever to the darkest cloud that, that we've ever fucking seen. Oh, shit. You know, things are dark. And, you know, it's always like darker before the sun rises or whatever they say in that Batman movie. Um, I want to give a shout out to the producers of the podcast. Luke Ellis, Heather Royston, Gem City Sabrina, Vaughn Cotton, Sarah Koenig, Chelsea McNally, Cardboard Box Colony, and Carlos Hernandez. If you want to become a producer of the True to Green podcast and uh, all the other crap I've been doing, um, you can get on Patreon.com slash True to Green and, uh, you know, give me some money. Help me make this uh, show happen. And I'll uh, continue to keep doing other weird stuff, uh, which you guys may have seen. I'm starting to do some videos on the YouTube and Instagram channels. You can get up there. You know, you might as well subscribe to both. I don't know which one works better. Um, with the YouTube, you get like the videos and you get the podcast. Like it, it goes on there as a video as well. So you can listen to it on YouTube or uh, just watch the videos, whatever you want to do. And then, you know, Instagram's lots of fun. I try to, I'm trying to mix it up a little more around there with some interesting stuff. Uh, I promise anytime I got like uh, cool videos to show, they'll probably end up on both. But, you know, Instagram, everybody's on Instagram. Just, you know, subscribe. If I get, uh, they do a thing where like if you get the 10,000 followers or whatever, which I'm nowhere near right now, but it would be real cool if I did because then you can do weird stuff where you like do the swipe up thing and it takes you to weird places. And we could do a whole different thing out of that. I mean, I know you pe- people usually use that to like promote their own stuff. Like, look at this uh, picture of my butt. Now swipe up if you want to see the rest. Oh, and it takes you to some porn site. That would be cool. But I'm not going to do that. But it could be cool to be like, hey, here's a picture of uh, something. And then swipe up to go to some weird website that you never heard of. And it takes you like down a whole rabbit hole of like YouTube videos or something. I don't know exactly what to do about it, but I think it could be cool. And uh, I promise you guys, if you keep helping me out the way you do and uh, convince other people to, uh, we can make this thing real cool. So anyway, uh, on this show, we got Sam Russo. He's a good old friend of mine uh, of the band, really. Uh, we toured together. We talked about it on the podcast. Uh, we toured together for the Red Scare Tour a while back now. It's been a long time. Um, and it's weird that I haven't seen him because it's just like, as soon as we start talking is like, oh yeah, I, we get along so good and I miss his guts and everything. Hopefully, you know, it's like weird living in Germany cause we live somewhat close together. Like, you know, uh, the UK ain't that far away and, uh, you know, he's gotta be touring Europe and stuff. So I, w- I feel like we should see more of each other, but we just don't because, uh, that's the way things are. Um, but hopefully, you know being in touch with uh, the, the the social medias and all that helps too and uh get to see his dog and all that stuff um he's got a new album out and you should go check it out we talk about it in the podcast so uh without further ado i want to show hello this is a prepaid collect call from intruder green an inmate at the neural correctional institution this call is subject to recording and monitoring to accept charges press one Go, 
Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Russo on the Intruder Green Podcast. Yeah, there we go. Um, how you doing, bud? It's been a while. You got it. Uh, yeah, man, it's been shit. It's been years. It literally years. Yeah. I was just uh, listening to yeah your, your new album and then the uh, the one before that, Greyhound Dreams, in preparation for this, and it was really it was taking me back, uh, you know, down memory lane a little bit. Yes, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I back. I listened to your live War on Christmas episode just before you rang me. Oh and, yeah, uh, put me in a really really good mood. So <laughs> I was really excited to talk to you. That's good because I was listening to your music and it sounded like maybe you were not in such a good mood because <laughs> your songs are so sad. <laughs> but it's good that you are in a good mood and uh, you're nice and happy. That was a fun yeah. thing we did with the War on Christmas thing. Yeah, it sounded great, man. It sounded like everyone was having a really good time. Everyone sounded really loose. Seems like you had a, a bit of a blast. Yeah, those War on Christmas guys, you know, Lawrence Arms and that, that stuff, they like to get loose and, uh, you know, You've you've hung out in Chicago before. They like to get loose there with the Red Scare crew and the the whole scene there. Yeah, man. I mean, I barely have a coherent memory of the city of Chicago. It's like uh, every yeah, time me I go too. There, it just joins <laughs> this like yeah, just like an ongoing, slowly building montage of complete mayhem just being compiled in my brain, but no idea like when it was or where or <laughs> what the fuck I was doing. Yeah, um, I think I think that's Chicago. That's right. It's kind of like uh, you know when you got a good scene going. Things like that tend to happen more often than not. You just, uh, you know, you show up and it's a party every time. That's it. People get excited. That's what it's all about. That's right. I like it. I'm into it. Yeah, so, man, me too. Yeah. So it's it has been a while, though. Uh, a few years ago, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, we did the, the Red Scare tour. And you've done one another yeah. one since then. Uh, was you, us, in Elway. Um, but you went out again with Elway, right? Yeah, recently. Well, I say, Jesus, recently. Last time I went to the US was uh, last year, um, around, uh, what was it July time with Elway and Ramona. Oh, yeah, Ramona. Uh, they were part of the yeah. thing too, yeah. Deanna. Yeah, it was great, man. We just, um, just went and had loads of fun. I mean, the usual kind of, usual Red Scare hijinks. We did, uh, you know, a good few weeks blasting around. Um, Ramona's album hadn't been out too long, so it was it was nice and fresh. And oh, yeah. I was trying out some of the some of the new stuff from the album. And Elway's just going through a fucking greatest hits catalog. Was uh, the, so it was, was really good fun? Was the new album out? Your new album out yet? Or were you still like? No, it wasn't. No, I was shit. still kind of yeah, still kind of road testing it a little bit and uh, trimming away some of the songs that weren't necessarily working. And and it actually, just kind of still finishing it at that point. I got yeah. back from that tour and went straight into the studio and recorded it. So I see. Yeah, that was like my my practice run. Yeah, because that was like last summer or something, right? And the album came out yeah, just a, just like a month ago or something, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We had a we had a huge gap. I think Red Scare had a bit of a backlog of stuff it was uh, needing to put out, so we did did quite a lot of planning and prep for it. And then obviously um, this this incredible global pandemic hit, and I had all the all the fun of the <laughs> all the fun of putting out a record in the middle of a you know a complete shutdown. So <laughs> best yeah. laid plans. Yeah, we're kind of trying to make the best of that, but um, you know it is what it is. Yeah, that's true. You got to do what you got to do. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy to me. Like we, we ain't got shit going on, so we we ain't got we we don't yeah. got to worry about that. Uh, except for you know tours getting canceled and stuff like that. Um, but uh, I wonder if it's 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 like what's the difference when when you come out with an album and uh, nobody can go nowhere. I know Toby's all about those uh, that those digital sales anyway. So yeah, you know, yeah, that's cool. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like. Yeah, I guess the only thing that bummed me out is that I did work really hard to get the shows put together that I put together and the release shows and stuff. And I oh, was yeah. a little bit sad about that at first. But then I just kind of had to kick myself in the dick and say, like, this is way bigger than fucking Sam Russo's album release shows, you know? And, uh, yeah. it's, you know, it's quite sobering seeing what's going on around. And I think um, the only thing that kind of bums me out a little bit, I guess, is the idea of everyone just having to listen to it in their houses at home. Like, I, I was on this idea in my head that people are out and about on headphones and putting it on at parties and stuff and, and they're not they're just sitting at home <laughs> listening to it but you know right. it'll grow and it'll change over time and you know fingers crossed uh you know people still remember it came out when it's all over <laughs> yeah you know i mean I, I hear what you're saying uh especially your kind of music like there's definitely a, a certain live element that adds a lot to it and uh you know 
Yeah, it, it also, you know, you expect to, the image of people like walking around and doing stuff while listening to your music. Maybe they got it on in the car or something, and that adds a yeah. little bit of a, I don't know, like a spirit to the music instead of just people yeah. like being hunkered down and being like, well, I got nothing better to do. Guess I'll listen to the Sam Russo album. <laughs> yeah, I'm so fucking bored. I think I'll put that Sam Russo album on again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think like, uh, you know, one of the one of the main things that's really good is obviously people have been hyper engaged on social media, which means, you yeah. know, I get to hear from a lot of people about what they think about the album and people have been really vocal in that respect. So that's been really nice hearing, hearing what people think about it and um, what they like about it. So that's that's been great. Um, it's kind of kept me tied to my phone a bit more than I would like, but uh, oh, yeah. I, I think it's it's really cool that people are reaching out and putting stuff online about what they think about the album. That's been fucking awesome. Yeah, for sure. I know what you mean about having to be tied to your phone and stuff, and like doing the social media, all that stuff. It's like I don't know. It's it's pain in the ass, and yeah. Without like band stuff, I probably wouldn't even look at social media. But it's I guess oh, it's yeah. a necessary evil thing you know i think I, I was thinking about this the other day i would still have i still like instagram i would still have instagram because i've got quite a like nicely curated feed of just yeah you do music and yeah it's just like skateboarding and music and things that made me happy and stuff that i really like but i wouldn't have i wouldn't have facebook i wouldn't have twitter i wouldn't have any of that shit but i mean it, yeah again like the kind of the tools of the trade nowadays and i feel like i have to constantly stay sharp and get better at it and keep people keep people engaged in in ways that you wouldn't necessarily expect because you know you're a musician not a fucking you know i, I don't know what like an influencer or some shit but right yeah it exists it's i mean you are I've kind of an influencer it. though you're like influencing people to buy your shit it's just like yeah. it's your shit not somebody else's right yeah that's true and it is it is mostly. Oh, I just did. I just did your catchphrase, didn't I? Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> that's true. You know, it's a fucking. We could talk about it all day, couldn't we? It's something that we kind of have to do. And I think people who are really successful at that stuff have it kind of inbuilt. You know, the people who are really funny and witty and clever online. It's kind of part of their personality. Uh, and other people, I think you really have to kind of crank the handle a bit and turn it on. But um, yeah, it's it's. It's weird, but I, I kind of enjoy it sometimes. You know, I like putting together things that are a little bit more like connect the dots. And I feel like everything's really saturated at the moment. There's lots of people doing acoustic stuff. There's lots and lots of like streaming shows and stuff. And I want to kind of wait till it dies down a bit to do some do some streaming stuff. And I'm going to put out some covers and I'm going to, uh, you know, break the album down a little bit and play one track at a time and stuff like that. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but I broke my wrist recently, so I haven't been able to play any guitar. Oh, shit. Again. <laughs> yeah, that'll yeah, that'll put a damper on things. That's crazy. How'd you break yeah. your wrist? Well, we we were shooting the the second music video for the album, and it has um it had this section at the end where all I had to do was roll away on a skateboard. That was literally it. I just had to stand on a skateboard and like roll off into the sunset. And it had been a really fucking long day of shooting, and for some reason I got really carried away, and I was skating away, and I thought, yeah, you know what, I'll I'll try something. Yeah. And uh, I just popped, I popped onto this fun box and tried to get into like a, a nose manual, go across the fun box. And I just flipped out and landed on my wrist and just oh. crunched it. Yeah, yeah, Sam, you might still be a yeah. wizard, but you're, you're not getting any younger. You can't pull <laughs> off those like rubber band body uh, tricks these days. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm so crispy these days, man. I just, I landed and I was like, oh, fuck, I knew, I knew that would happen. Snap. Uh Oh, perfect timing! Last it good, huh? the, the final, final minute of the day, and uh, yeah, brilliant. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm at the point now where I can play four chords and kind of get through like three minutes. It feels a little bit strained, but um, I'm going completely insane not being able to play guitar or skateboard or do anything with my left hand whatsoever. Oh, so yeah. I need to get that shit healed up soon. So I've been thinking really positive and looking after myself and just staring at it, trying to will it to heal. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know if that's medically possible, but yeah, I think I'm I'm at the point now where I can kind of pick up a guitar and get through, you know, like a song at a time. So I'm going to start doing some some shit online soon. I think oh, I've good. been sort of, people have been wondering why I haven't been doing anything, but that's why. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, but like you were saying, it's it's almost like good timing and maybe it was like, you know, that you know some kind of 
white guy in the sky looking down on you and being like, hey, Sam, <laughs> I'm going to cut you a break here, literally, but also figuratively, and you're going to like not be able to get in on all of this, uh, you know, everybody streaming, doing their thing, and you're going to wait. And now when you wait, everybody will be like, oh, all of this is happening so much, and I'm so into it for like three days and now it's like still going on and it's like okay <laughs> i'm ready for this to be done now but then in, yep. along comes sam russo when his arm is fixed and you're like hey guys remember how we used to have fun and everybody be like yeah sam russo's cool that's <laughs> what well, you know, that's what the that, way it is i was thinking <laughs> that's how it might happen yeah you never know i mean stranger things have happened i guess but i was thinking about you in all of this and i was thinking oh. like Someone, someone with your particular skill set right now in a lockdown situation. Surely you're having to branch into like cyber crime, and are you doing like online crimes now instead of? I I'm trying know, to figure something out. You know, like hacking is like weird. They yeah. got like the dark web and stuff. Um, but you know, like I figure they got these guys. You know, the, these like royalty people from other countries who are like. They want to. They got all this money they're trying to give away. So I figured if I hook up with one of those people, and uh, yeah. give them give them some bank details, maybe I can like uh, get some money that way. That's kind of like hacking. Yeah. I think that's the closest I got so far. <laughs> so we'll see where that goes. Now, listen, I, I'm I'm no expert, and I know this is a time when everyone's got to try and upskill a little bit and get more digital. But maybe don't give anyone your bank details. I mean, they're not my bank details. <laughs> oh, okay, I see. you know. Okay, we'll see what happens. Just you know, it. yeah. Really, yeah, okay. I'm just Everyone... like, I should start. I should be getting paid to like do this thing where uh, I uh, fuck with other people's bank details just to see what happens. And then like security companies are like, "Hey, what's all this about?" And then they're like, "Oh, we better be more on guard for next time this happens, and it's not just yeah, a joke." Wink, wink. Allegedly. All right. Allegedly. That's hacking. Everyone needs to give, everyone listening needs to give Intruder Green their bank details so that, that he can do some good. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but I will take them. <laughs> if they're there. That's right. If they're just going to be there and you don't need them, you already got them. You just make a copy, give it to me. All right. That's it. Yeah. It's a little weird being over in Europe trying to do that, though. I don't know. They, they, yeah, they're a little more strict strange. about the bank details over here. You got to like mail a letter and like get something else. Like I feel like everything I got to like hand write something and I don't really know how to read either. So it's uh, extra difficult. <laughs> but you can write though, right? You can, you can, you can get your, get your point across. I mean, yeah, you know, medium. I just copy and paste some stuff I find on the internet and that works pretty good. <laughs> What's your signature like? Oh, you see my signature. I sign shit all yeah, the time. Yeah, I've seen your signature on booties and butts and. Oh, I don't know about that. That'd be pretty cool. Stuff. Maybe like Red's butt. <laughs> <laughs> I made the I made the horrible mistake of looking up um, looking up pictures from Instagram from when we toured together for the first time, and it does that thing where it tells you how long ago it was, and it was three hundred and fifty-one weeks ago. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, yeah. When you put it in those terms, it sounds like a real long time. That's a lot of weeks. Yeah, that's pretty depressing. Yeah. Yeah, but that means that means we've known each other for more than 351 weeks because we met the year before at Fest. And oh, we did. I don't know. Yeah. That was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know, right? That we probably did Toby happen, Jag. though. Toby bought us, uh, he bought uh, Bloody Marys for everyone oh, that yeah. was there from Red Scare. Probably at Mother's. Yeah, that, oh, those were the days. You know, that's another big thing. Splurge. Oh, yeah. I miss those days, you know, like... Uh, Back when Toby used to live in Chicago, too. Then again, yeah, I, I used just... to live close to Chicago, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what what are you doing to stay, to stay like, I don't know, even if, if you're trying to stay sane, I don't know, what are you doing to kind of busy yeah. yourself at the moment? Lost that battle a long to. time ago, bud. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just uh, trying to do more podcasts and stuff like this because it's like, even though I know everybody's doing this right now, and it, the idea is like, well, nobody's got nothing to do, so, um, hey, listen to my podcast a whole bunch, and uh, then, you know, you get all the downloads, and then the the, the, the ad-sponsored people are like, wow, listen, look at all those downloads, let me give you some money, and I'm like, yeah, I like money, 
So, uh, you know, like that's <laughs> one thing that I'm trying to do more of. But it's kind of like, I don't know, everything with this whole situation is like there's a double-edged sword because it's it's also in the same way that people get burnt out on all the live streaming stuff. They're going to get burnt out on this thing too. Right? And But, you know, it's like the cool thing about the whole podcast thing is you can – you don't have to listen to it right now. You like it'll still be there when this shit is over with, you know, unless unless shit yeah, gets real bad and the internet gets destroyed or something. But yeah, otherwise yeah, it'll still be there. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that could be cool. Maybe like uh <laughs> it'd be like that uh soap club uh movie or whatever where they er- erase all the all the banks or whatever at the end. Something like that. Yeah, except we, we erase every podcast except the Intruder Green podcast. There you go. That's what we got to do. All right. <laughs> Anybody listening That's who knows how to do that, hit me up. <laughs> All right. But you got some good. You got some good sponsors. Some good advertising. Yeah, you know we got the uh, we got the stupid red and, and we got uh, Yeah Man's guitars. You ever been to Yeah Man's guitars over there in Switzerland? No, I haven't. No, but I I only heard about it through your podcast and I, I googled it and had a look. It looks amazing, man. Oh yeah, Michael Marty. He's got some cool stuff. I did think it was a little weird. He wanted to advertise a guitar shop uh, on my podcast. Mostly the people who listen to this are from America, although like mm. we do kind of have a little bit of all over the world international uh following but like i was like dude you just have a guitar shop like this is more geared towards like people who want to do like online stuff he's like well yeah we do some of that too you know you can hit him up and he'll track down a guitar for you or you just want to see what he's got on a website (laughs) listen to this i'm doing an ad for him right now you're gonna have to pay me extra (laughs) for this episode that's a good plug yeah but you know, like yeah, he's cool like that. Uh, plus, he plays in bands. Like he was, he was playing in the Gamets. I don't know if they're still doing it now because I think one of the okay. guys might have died, and I feel kind of oh, bad that I don't even know the details about that because we've met all those guys shit. before and played with them. Um, but I don't know for sure if they stopped. Maybe they uh, got somebody else in there or something. But anyway, you know, he's like a cool dude. He's in the punk scene and everything, and he just wants to be like pump up his business and make it be more like a, a thing you know it's like yeah for sure man it's like if you go to switzerland you gotta stop by the yeah man's guitars if you go you know just as like i don't know i'm sure there's places in the uk that you want to talk about people got to go to i like to go you know if you're in berlin or something you got to go to the ramones museum and stuff like that yeah if you're in yeah if you're in austria you gotta go to the arnold schwarzenegger museum oh yeah <laughs> of course that's the first thing have i think that? of have you, have you been to his uh you've been to his childhood home i love arnold but i never went uh to the to the arnold schwarzenegger museum is it oh man when this is all over you gotta treat yourself and go there dude it's incredible you can sit on the the, the my favorite bit right you get there and there's this huge bronze statue of the man himself outside and then oh, yeah. these lovely ladies take you in and you can eat some strudel and you can walk around the house and look at all these like framed photographs and stuff and then you get to go upstairs and you're allowed, if you want to, to sit for a moment on Arnold's childhood toilet and look wow. out the window <laughs> at the, the exact spot where he sat and he looked over the hills and dreamed of America. It's wow. absolutely amazing, man. You'd love it. That does sound amazing. I actually honestly love <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, so I would fucking too, love that. Me too, man. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, you got to check it out. I did the same thing at Muscle Beach. I went and stood like where he used to stand and I was like, yeah, this is amazing. That's great. <laughs> the arnie pilgrimage that's true there's so many things that you know in in being hunkered down like this kind of puts all that stuff into perspective too like man i should have gone and traveled more i mean i i travel a decent amount but you know you know doing stuff like yeah, that that would be though. fucking amazing yeah that's true yeah you, de- you definitely miss it more once once you can't do it then it's kind of a cliche like i wasn't really missing it sounds bad, but I, I quite like being alone and I really like, um, you know, focusing on like individual things one at a time and, and being isolated kind of helps you do that. But I, so I wasn't really thinking about who I was missing or I'm really lucky in that my family lives locally. So every now and then, you know, my, my brother or my mom or someone will come and just like stand at the end of my garden. We can talk like 20 feet apart. But Oh, nice. Uh, it's good that yeah, you're being so responsible really... about it, too, because I see people around here and they don't give a shit. They're just fucking hanging oh, out, three or five of them, and they're like, hey, it doesn't matter. We're old people. We oh, don't dude. care. 
And I'm like, you sons it's of... so bleak, man. So bad. I went to this. I had to go to the supermarket the other day to get some stuff, and a friend said to me, "If you wear, if you wear like a, a balaclava or like a, um, or something like that, you know, if you wear like a, a face mask or a bandana or something over your face, people yeah. stay away from you." So I did. I wore my bandana over my face, and people were still just coming right up to me, man. Oh, still man. like reaching across me and stuff. It was sick. I hate it. Yeah, that's freaks terrible. me out. Yeah, it's fucked up because you know, like. Like I said before on this podcast, I know a person or two who got sick, and uh, yeah. it's a real fucking drag. Luckily, they survived, yeah. but it's like, you know, it's the scientists know how to, what we got to do to like, what are, what are they staying flat in the curve or whatever, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, you got to deal with these dumbasses who are just like not taking it seriously and everything, and it's like... You know, I'm I'm prone to not taking things seriously, as you may or may not mm-hmm. know. But uh, <laughs> first, you know, when it comes to getting sick, I don't want to fucking get sick. That sucks. Yeah, no, even like, if you're not gonna die from it. it. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm I'm exactly the same as you. Like my best friend had it. A couple of people I know have had it, and none of us like fucking doing what the government tells us to do. But this is this is a global health emergency. Yeah. Like we've all got to fucking play our part. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I keep getting myself in trouble. Like every time someone fucking you know gets too close to me or something when i'm if i have to go out i keep reacting badly and <laughs> you get right. told off for being a little bit too vocal but fuck me like if you can't tell someone to back off when there's literally a global pandemic going around when can you it's ridiculous um so i wasn't i wasn't missing humanity in the slightest because it's shit like that uh but then i stopped the other day uh, i was thinking about I was thinking about the first day of the last tour that I went on and how, you know, that first day when you meet up with everyone and it's all just hugs and beers and everyone's just really fucking excited to get the shows going. And fucking I was thinking about that. Re- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the, the, it really hit me how the, you know, that, that connection, that moment where you're like, fuck, I haven't seen you for so long. And you, you pull it all in and you get everyone excited and then you get in the van and then off you go and you go for that first show. And I, it really hit me how much I was missing people and music and stuff. So, I think that was a real moment of gratitude because I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. I, I really miss um, my life. <laughs> yeah. So I know what you mean. I miss it yeah, too. Man, we'll I, get, was, get, I was so looking forward to that tour we were going to do. And we had something yeah. lined up in May. And that's getting, you know, it's a weird thing too now because it's like, all right, we're rescheduling <laughs> to when? This summer? Yeah. All right. Until I guess. When, yeah. yeah, exactly. I feel like well, we're was, just going to uh, keep kicking the can down the road. Yeah, until who knows when. I was really excited when I saw that there were some pretty gnarly prison riots in Italy. And I thought maybe if that happens for Yellow, we might be looking at some some early escape. That's, I mean, release early. Release yeah, that's right. Maybe. That's right. Yeah. We got to send Yellow to Italy. and then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll get, get him transferred. That'll be easy to prison do. Prison anarchy. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Guitar players, I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar or amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something and it's all crap. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because, you know, you got to look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's Vintage and Used Guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now, I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in like Switzerland or something? Yeah, man, they are. Burn Switzerland to be exact. But, you know, you can uh, get on the internet and you can go check out the website, yeahmansguitars.com, and uh, you can order stuff on there. So, uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world. You can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there, and there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people would call it magic. Some people would call it science. I just call it, I don't know, crazy shit. Uh, yeahmansguitars at gmail.com. As far as email goes, it's where you email them. And while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you, I'm sure. And you could tell them Green sent you. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars. Hi, Intruder Maniacs. Are you in a band? The answer is, of course you are. Everybody's in a fucking band these days. Anyway, if you're in a band, congratulations. I'm making the worst financial decision of your life. Aside from taking out college loans or something. Yeah. Now, there is a way to lessen the burden of such a financial decision. It's called merchandising. 
And Stupid Rap Merch Company is all ready to meet your merchandising needs. You want uh, some t-shirts? Uh, you want got a tight deadline you need them printed on? And because you booked a tour less than a month out and uh, didn't get canceled like everybody else's tours did? Uh, how about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains or medallions? And what about koozies? You know, like everybody likes koozies. Koozies are great because they keep your drink cold and your hand warm or vice versa, depending on what you're drinking. Stupid Red Merch Company can get all these made for you. Stupid Red Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with your designs and stuff. They're still a small enough company that uh, they pay special attention to you and your special needs because, you know, everybody's got special needs. Like, uh, you know, you probably mostly. And uh, they even got a web store. That's where the real magic is. You go on tour and you sell your stuff, but chances are you're going to have some leftover or some fans are going to feel like left out because they didn't have enough money to buy something at your show. So they go on a stuperedmerch.com and find stuff from your band on there. They'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs. So go ahead, go on a Stupid Red Merch Company web store right now and uh, check out all the tight bands that are already on there. They got a bunch of them like uh, the Bomb Pops and like the Bad Cop, Bad Cop and stuff. It's all good. Uh, yeah. Uh, all sorts of cool swag. And uh, right now... Right now, if you go on there and at checkout, you use the code PRISON, you can get 15% off all of the uh, Stupid Red merch branded apparel uh, at stupidredmerch.com. Go check it out. Stupidredmerch.com I was thinking about uh, the other day, I was watching one of my favorite uh, British TV shows is Red Dwarf. Have you ever seen Red Dwarf? Oh, yeah. I love Red Dwarf. That's a great show. Yeah. My sure. favorite, one of my favorite episodes. There's, they talk uh, about the smegs and stuff. Smeg, yeah. In in the Justice Zone, there's a prison, uh, like a prison planet, where every crime you do happens to you. Oh so, shoot! Yeah, Lister's trying to escape from the Justice Zone. He lights his bed sheets on fire, and his back catches fire. And when you punch <laughs> someone, it knocks you out and shit like that. And I was thinking of you, and I was thinking about the guys, and it made me think about uh, what would you? So where would you rather be imprisoned? Okay, where would you rather be imprisoned? In Ooh. a future prison like that? Yeah. Or in like, uh, or the cryo prison in Demolition Man? Oh, no. Or would you rather be imprisoned in like an ancient historic prison like the Wyoming Frontier Prison or Alcatraz or somewhere? Future or past, mm. where would you rather be? Well, oh, shit. You named two very different prisons with the, uh, with the like historic one because you got <laughs> Alcatraz versus the Wyoming prison. Pretty sure the Wyoming prison, you just fucking like, Walk right out of there and fucking run away, and they're not gonna fucking notice. But Alcatraz yeah, but was where like, too, like Wyoming. That's true. You're still fucked. Uh, you're yeah, in the middle of the die. desert with fucking vultures flying over your head. So yeah, yeah. I guess that's a good point. Um, and but then the other side is uh, Alcatraz is like nobody fucking escaped except for like two people or something. Um, yeah. I think I would choose personally the the. Uh, the future one, like the the one from Red Dwarf, because like the Demolition Man one is like, uh, you know, you're just gonna be frozen. I guess the cool thing about that is later you wake up and it's the future. But yeah, I don't know. I would rather just like be around now, cause like plus if you wake up and it's it's the future, you're gonna have to figure out how things work, and you don't know how know how to rob anything buddy you know like i guess the three seashells you don't even know how to wipe your butt that's right three seashells yeah. and it's like i guess i'll just put these in a bag and take them with me see if i can get some money on ebay what ebay don't <laughs> exist no more ah shit what am i gonna do now you know it's like uh could be, could be real bad you know but yeah. that but that uh red dwarf one actually sounds kind of fun and you know it kind of does yeah you know prison could be a party if you want it to be i mean a real shitty party, but like it could be <laughs> kind of a party. <laughs> yeah. Even even space future prison could be a party. That's right. Any any place could be a party if you will it to be that. How do you way. think you How do you think you guys would make out in cowboy times? Do you think you'd survive with our mouths? Oh, <laughs> um, in cowboy times, I mean, yeah. the weird thing about that is, I feel like you always have to be like out in the desert somewhere riding a horse. Um, and it's real hot, and that would suck with uh, having the masks on. But yeah, that's true. I've seen a lot of those, uh, what's it, Dirty Harry or like Fistful of Dollars movies. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, as much as we don't like guns and stuff, I figure I think we could figure it out. 
You know, you could have a whip. That's true. Could have a tight whip. Uh, I do like <laughs> knives, and they, they use a, like yeah. a lot of knives too. So I can figure that out. I think we could do you that real good. Knives. What's that? Throwing you throwing knives. That's right. Throwing knives. I mean, I've, I don't know, dude. Try robbing a bank with a throwing knife. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I try to rob a bank with a regular knife, and you know. <laughs> I think if anyone could with do it, it'd be you, man. Mixed you results the there. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, yeah. That's right. So you 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 did this uh, album, and you kind of like it's out there, but you're kind of like sitting on a release for it. Is this yeah. is this all true? Yeah. This is true. I mean, yeah, it's out. And uh, there's no, obviously there's no, I mean, I'm canceling all the release shows, I think, and we'll have to reschedule them, which is a real bummer because one of the release shows was going to be with Ramona. We managed oh, to make yeah. it so, yeah, when Ramona was over, we were going to play together in London. I had John Snodgrass playing the one in Manchester. So it would have been great, but we're going to have to find ways to make them uh, later in the year and better. I mean, fingers crossed, you know, this is all fucking starting to get to a point where people can gather again towards the end of the year. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's out. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really, really happy with it. I'm, I'm so glad it's out there. I, I realized when it, the day that it actually came out, when it dropped, I felt so relieved and so happy that it was finally out there for people to listen to. And that hasn't really gone away. I still, still feel really, really happy that it's, that it's done and it's out there. So shows or no shows, wrist or no wrist, I'm still really glad it's done and it's out. So yeah. I hope people like it. Me too. I think it sounds great. I think, uh, I don't know. It's it, the, the the production is wonderful and uh, I don't know it's just a tight fucking Sam Russo album it's fucking wonderful Thanks, man. and uh, Thanks. I'm glad you like it it's it's weird because like the songs you know your style is a little like somber and like emotionally you know I don't know what the word is sad but uh, yeah, but do, yeah, but <laughs> it's somehow like fun to listen to it's like I have fun listening to you be sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thanks, man. I mean, I tried to make this record, uh, I tried to write it in a way that wasn't, um, I didn't want to write it in a way that was like predetermined or anything. I didn't want to write it in a way like I'm going to write a sad album or I'm going to write a, you know, a happy album or whatever. I just tried to write um, on this kind of fairly specific theme, but with loads of room to, to express it in different ways. And I think it came out more upbeat than previous albums and with a little bit more layering and a bit more... Um, a bit more arrangement going on and my friend Jules Harding produced it and he did a uh, I think he did a really great job of dancing that line between like uh, an album an acoustic album that has layers but sounds like it's missing drums and bass and uh, oh, you know yeah. an acoustic album that just sounds like a like it's meant to be acoustic I think it sounds like it could easily be full band but it also That's still sounds acoustic which I like exactly what I was thinking uh listen to some of those songs at least uh there was definitely points where I was like this could totally just be like a full-on punk rock song uh with uh you know and, and, and it's not that sometimes because I've griped about this on a on a podcast before about how yeah. many, so many people, how punk rockers are doing like solo acoustic stuff these days. And I don't care for a lot of it because a lot yeah. of it is just like, you know, downstrokes and it just kind of loses everything that it's supposed to be when you're trying sure. to translate a full band thing to uh, acoustic. But like what you do and what a few other people are doing, that it's kind of like it, it's coming from, it's not. Maybe you're go- moving towards a place where it could be a full band punk rock type of thing, but it's coming from a place where it's it it works perfectly as a solo acoustic thing, you know, where it doesn't have yeah. to be something else. It sounds nice and full. You're not just like, I don't know, <laughs> you're not just playing like a, a Ramones song on guitar on acoustic guitar because yeah, sure. as much as i love the ramones that's, that's not nearly as exciting as if you're like no. <laughs> doing some picking or if you're like you know a full band doing one or the other yeah no i totally fucking agree and i, I have like i'm lucky in that i don't you know i don't come with any of that baggage of, of coming from any kind of band really i mean you know i've been in loads of bands but nothing anyone would have ever heard and it's yeah. it's great to just be able to um pick up the guitar and play you know the song as it's meant to sound and not feel like it's missing anything necessarily i always i've always wanted to do that and i always enjoy doing that and i think i mean i have a i have a full band version of the the sam russo thing that, that i've still practiced with and still have done a few shows with and it's really fun but i i still just love 
the fact that you can just pick up an acoustic guitar and play the songs, you know, straight out of the gate is really oh, good fun. Yeah. And I think there are some people doing it really, really well. People who've done it from from bands like I love the Ray Rocket album. I think that's fantastic. Oh yeah. Um yeah, a lot of guys are kind of stripping it back. I love a lot of the stuff that Chris Cresswell does and I think Joey Cape's got some incredible acoustic songs. Um and I could only fucking hope to be, you know, in you know, in that kind of league and, and play with those guys. But um yeah, I'm I'm kinda of with you that people that are kind of just stripping fast or aggressive or bigger sounding punk songs down to acoustic kind of loses its it loses a lot of what made the song awesome in the first place sometimes. So I try and keep it on that line if I can. Um, and I think the album has some some sort of more upbeat banger type songs that you could you could definitely do full band. And that must have been creeping in when I was writing it. The fact I was playing a lot in in a couple of bands and yeah. doing doing full band arrangements and stuff. I think some of that kind of oozed in. And the good thing about Jules producing it is that I was playing in a band with him while I was writing the album. So I think we were kind of in the exact same zone when we were coming up with how it was going to sound so that all kind of came together luckily nice yeah i think yeah, it, it 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 uh it had that effect and uh you guys executed it great and it's wonderful and everybody should check thanks, it out <laughs> yeah um Cheers. thanks for the plug yeah that's right gotta gotta keep the this machine running this keep it going man machine that's right Normally, Keep I would be churning. like, oh, so what tours you got lined up? But obviously, that's not yeah. a thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to, I'm still definitely going to come to the US as soon as I can, as soon as this is, you know, this is kind of back to some sort of semblance of normality. And I'm going to play, going to play all my release shows in the UK still. I'm trying to get over to Germany and do a good, uh, good leg in Germany and trying to make some friends out there and do more in Europe. Um, so, yeah, there will, there will be shows. There will be a Sam Russo Roadshow. Yeah. It's just, uh, how and when, you know, same as everyone else. But I promise it'll be good. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Yeah, I promise that too. Yeah. I have nothing to do with it, but I believe it to be true. There we go. Well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll see you. Maybe, I'll, maybe we'll get to hang. Well, yeah, if you come to Germany, for sure. And, uh, you know, yeah. maybe one of these days, Mass Intruder will do a tour again too. And uh, we can meet up that way. I tell you. Now that would be a treat. Yeah, that's right. Um but yeah, I always like, it's funny because like, I'm always like, ah, I want to tour Europe and stuff. I'm already here. Why not do that? And then, but then like, I always get stoked to hear like guys like you were coming over to the States to tour because even though I might not see you there, um, I don't know. There's just something special about that mixing it up with, uh, you know, you've done two tours of the States now with uh, like the Redskins. Is that right? No, I've done... Um I've done loads, actually. I mean, I'm really? looking at maybe four or five now. I did the Lawrence Arms and Mikey Erg, uh, Copyrights and Lawrence Arms, um, the Falcon, uh, you guys, uh, Elway and Ramona. Yeah, I think maybe ooh, I'd have to sit down and look, but it's, it feels like four or five times I think I've been out and done. Oh, Tim Barry as well did the, the oh, sub thing with Tim. Yeah, it's my, my favorite thing to do is tour the States. I try and do it at least once every year if i can so um it's my favorite place to be my favorite stuff to do so i'm trying trying my best to get back over um later on this year that's great i hope it happens <laughs> thanks man yeah i love it it's my you know my favorite thing to my favorite like state of being is in the van driving around the u.s that's what i love the most <laughs> you do a lot of that in the u.s driving <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly that's why i'm always happy I like it too. I bitch and moan about it all the time, and then when we finally get in the van, I'm like, "All right, I know how to do yeah. this. This is fun." Yeah, that's it, man. That's what I miss. Yeah. Um. So I got to do this other segment now that uh, mm -hmm. I recently started doing. Unless you got something else you wanted to bring up, um, it's uh, crime stories. Do you got okay. any good ones? Oh, shit, crime story. Yeah, I got. I got a few crime stories. I figured um, you would. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I can tell you about the first time I got arrested. That's quite a fun one. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, right. Let me think. Okay, so I was probably what was I? I would have been thirteen, I guess. I think I was thirteen years old, and um, me and my friend Pete uh, were skateboarding in this this car park or yeah parking lot, if you will. Oh yeah. And our favorite thing to do is we we go into town and we'd uh, skateboard a couple of spots and then we'd go into town and we'd go to this bakery that had 
the greatest donuts on earth. The bakery was called Ellis's Bakery, and they had these caramel donuts that were absolutely insane. That sounds and amazing. And we used to, yeah, man. So we used to go to the, used to go to the video shop. We used to go to TVL All Star Video, which is still open in Haverhill. I still have an account. A video there. store still open? Yeah, man. It's a DVD shop, but it's uh, still wow. going. Huh. Shout out TVL All Star. Um, so we'd go there and we'd rent a video, rent a VHS, and then we'd go to the donut shop and get a donut, and then. We would go, you know, we'd go home, go to one of our houses and watch uh, watch whatever movie we got. And we skated and we'd gone and we rented Beavis and Butthead Do America. And we had to run to the donut shop because it was uh, it was about to close. So we sprinted there. We got there, we got our donuts, got out of the donut shop. And in that amount of time, somebody had rang the police and said that two suspicious youths were running around town, going from <laughs> shop to shop and that we must be stealing With stuff. donuts. <laughs> exactly so the police were on us like fucking flies on honey uh and the 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 arresting officer pc ferry came and picked us up and took us from the donut shop to the donut shop (laughs) and uh we we got put in a room we got questioned and it was the dumbest interrogation of my entire life he was asking us what we stole and he'd empty all our emptied all our bags out and uh he held up the the rental vhs and said well, explain how you got this then. I said, well, I, I, I rented it. Like, that's that's how it works. You can't leave a video shop with a fucking rental video case with a video in it. If you don't yeah. rent it, you have to pay. And he said, and what about the donuts? And I was like, well, I've got a receipt. Like, <laughs> I've bought them with my money. And uh, it turns out he, he wasn't actually, like, legally allowed to question us without an adult present. So um, eventually my friend Pete kind of figured this out. And he was a lot more like openly rebellious than I was. And he was like, fuck you, you can't question us. We're kids. Like we need our parents here or whatever. Uh, And he kind of backed down eventually and let us go. And then when we got home, my parents were, everyone was really pissed off us for being so late getting home. We explained what had happened and our parents just went down to the police station and gave this guy hell. Just completely fucking dragged him over the coals. Um, My mom is a very lovely lady, but you know, she, she has a, a bit of a mean streak when it comes to people fucking with their kids and especially when it comes to the police fucking with their kids so oh, yeah. um pc ferry definitely came off worse in that little that little situation but i think that was quite formative uh in terms of how <laughs> i viewed the police growing up arrested yeah. for literally nothing that's um, right this, this so story of my life bud yeah tell me about it you're an innocent man that's i've never right. seen you put a foot wrong yeah it's yeah, true so that was some small town small town police shit um, yeah, that's probably like the the safest police slash crime story that I can tell on the Intruder Green podcast without getting myself in trouble. Oh yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want you to uh, inseminate yourself or whatever. So inseminate, incriminate, whatever. Um, <laughs> so you know, don't get you don't got to go too hard on that stuff. But well, that's, that's a good it. story. I, I, I liked it. I work in the school. I gotta go easy. I gotta be careful. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, allegedly. All those kids, you know, stay off drugs. Give them to me if you got them, and I'll dispose of them <laughs> properly. And uh, stay in school so you can learn how to do crime better. All right. There's a there's a thing in the UK. When I was I was working at a school a bunch of years ago, and we had this. Um, it was like a drugs awareness campaign that we had to we had to help out with, and we, we were getting the kids to. It wasn't just like a say no to drugs. It was like a more of a like say why to drugs kind of approach. And this um, this company had a a figurehead like this um, almost like a cartoon character that was trying to get kids to um, think think more carefully about drugs. And his name was Mister Green. Oh yeah, that yeah, sounds that's a like good this, ass name. Yeah, he was a big skeleton in a suit. Whoa, and it was that's pretty cool. Like, absolutely terrifying this big skeleton in a green suit and he had this crazy voice that he used to tell kids about drugs and uh we, <laughs> that is a crazy voice pose for photographs with this fucking skeleton in a green suit and uh the kids were all completely terrified of mr green it lasted about 10 minutes before it was retired to the pile of bad ideas probably oh made God. more kids like like all anti-drugs campaigns probably made kids want to do drugs to the max yeah uh but yeah, that, maybe that's like a distant cousin of yours, Mr. Green, maybe. Could be. I mean, if he was a skeleton, that means he's probably <laughs> dead. So he could be a relative of mine. Maybe he yeah, was just a ghost or something. <laughs> yeah. That's God, I scary. hope this is all done by Halloween, man. I hope I'm, this is all cleared oh, up by yeah. Halloween. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, that's fest time, too. But fest, who knows? Yeah, for sure. You know, who knows where we're going with this crazy, crazy crap. Uh, yeah. 
but hopefully it'll be done soon. And then you can go on tour and come and hang out. And we'll see you in Germany. And I'll come to the UK. We'll see you there. It'll be great. That's the dream. That's right. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to bring up for this uh, podcast? You need to sell some uh, records for Toby Jag or whatever. Yeah, I mean, everyone should be buying shit from Red Scare if they can. If you've got any kind of disposable income and you want to, and you're, you're done, you know, you've given some to charity and you're, you're done being <laughs> yeah, a good person, right. then feel free to, yeah, come be come be a terrible, scummy person and buy some Red Scare shit, buy some Red Scare merch, help help bands that make a I mean, I, I have a job as well as playing music, so I don't want to tell people to spend money on me because I will probably be getting paid through this whole thing if I'm lucky, if I keep working. Uh, but there are bands out there who work their absolute fucking backs crooked for you to listen to music. So if you can spend money on on music at the moment, then please do. Because um, now more than ever, I think a lot of people are looking to art in general, you know, music and movies and, um, you know, oh, graphic sure. art and all, all, all kinds of creative people. So if you can put back into that, then it's fucking cool if you do, man. Uh, makes you feel good to, to help creative projects. And I'm writing another album, so... Damn. You know, if you can buy this one or just, yeah, just stream it or buy it or do whatever you got to do, that would be great. And listen to, uh, listen to every Intruder Green podcast, stack them up and go backwards. That's what I'm doing. That's right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Put put a little bit in if you can be, be good people. Thanks for, thanks for having me big time. I fucking love talking to you, Green. I really appreciate you having me on the show. It was good to hear you again. So thanks for listening to the record as well. I appreciate that. Oh, for sure. Um, but I wanted to ask, like, so you said you work, uh, you, you work in like a, a academic or like in a school. Is that, yeah. is that not on hold right now? Are you still getting paid? Well, the, the school is closed, but we, what I do carries on. So basically I, I work with kids, um, providing like a, a pastoral support type of service. So I work, work with them on a tutorial program that teaches them, you know, hopefully teaches them a little bit about life outside oh, of their yeah. academic studies. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, I do a bit of like listening ear work and some, you know, well-being type advice stuff. And luckily that gets to carry on when the school's closed. So I talk to kids on, um, you know, on Teams and Zoom and stuff like that. And oh, yeah. Keep up my one-to-ones and do all that kind of stuff and, and try and make sure the kids are staying out of trouble and doing the stuff they need to do to be cool people. Uh, luckily, all my kids are very cool people. So I'm, I'm really lucky that I still get to work from home a little bit and still hopefully, you know, get paid and survive. Yeah, that sounds great. Keeping on, keeping yeah, it's on. Good, man. Awesome. That's it. All right. Well, I'll let you go, bud, and I uh, hope we can talk again soon. Green, you're the best. I can't wait to talk to you again, man. Thank <laughs> you so much for talking to me today. Oh, yeah. And that's it for the Intruder Green Podcast. I want to thank Sam again for being on it. You can hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Intruder Green. The Intruder Green calling line is plus one six zero eight five three five nine six zero eight. Patreon.com slash Intruder Green if you want to become a producer of the show. The Intruder Green podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Raymer, catering Matthew Hendershot, lighting, squeak rights, ugh, I never get that one right, squeak rights, Rahway, New Jersey, I even squeaked when I said it, alright. A theme song is Particles by Type Bros. You always fear what you don't understand. Got myself some water, chatting away, sitting here fully clothed, I promise. <laughs> wearing, wearing clothing. You ain't gotta promise me like, nothing, bud. <laughs> fully clothed i swear down drinking some water you're drinking water that's good it's good to be hydrated yeah i mean i, I drank too much coffee this morning so i feel like a fucking dried up old raisin oh shit Whoop.